0: Beautiful listeners, you know we love you, and we appreciate all the support you've given us to this point. If you would like to further support us in our art, in our effort to allow these wonderful conversations to continue to take place, head over to patreon.com slash inside the sound.
1: All right, here we go. Should I do the bun, dun, 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 dun? dun? Never mind. Okay. Well, hey there. Hey there, beautiful listeners. Welcome back inside the sound. This is Michael.
0: And this is Ryan.
1: And we have a very special guest today. And would you be so kind as to introduce yourself to our beautiful listeners?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Hi, I'm Sammy and I'm a singer and songwriter. (laughs)
0: <laughs> again we it's not as fancy i have today. a we for have the a applause. roaring applause
2: oh,
1: we'll i'm working it. on it man.
2: yeah you
1: should have heard those coming See, in sammy puts me on the spot like this he, he's only doing this because you know as i've told him i was gonna get the applause thing all right it's fine it's fine thing I. sammy thank you for joining us like for I don't, real for real thank you he, yeah. he says he
0: always puts me on the spot but yet he incriminates me like five seconds on air in front <laughs> of you right
1: we haven't even started. i'm the bad i'm <laughs> yeah
0: we haven't even started and i'm already the bad guy go figure I love Not
1: the it. Bad I love guy. you're the guy that makes it happen man i appreciate
0: you very much my friend so sammy um i don't know if you well usually the the where we usually sit you can see like all my collectible nonsense the uh of superheroes and and things like that do you are you into superheroes at all like did you get into the Marvel stuff not, or?
2: no not really I um I, I'm like kind of familiar with it but as a kid um I was just super into animals and nature so I spent a lot of time outside and oh, really? I grew up on a horse farm so yeah I was just with animals all the time yeah. wow okay. did you
1: grew up on a horse
0: farm so yeah you, i grew you up, up riding train? horses yeah did you train them in in the whole nine yards
2: no i'm not that good with them okay. <laughs> no um i was mostly um i like i rode horses and then i did a lot of caring for animals um horse riding is very expensive so we didn't have enough money to get into all of that so Most of my time was spent cleaning up after the horses. And then if I was lucky, I'd get a lesson. And yeah, a lot of cleaning stalls. That was what I did as a kid. So (laughs) not a lot of time for superheroes, but it's interesting for sure.
0: Right. We bring it up because the people that we have on, we consider to be musical superheroes. And if you've ever seen a superhero movie... (laughs) Like they have an origin story, right? How they became mm-hmm. what they were. Why did they decide to do what they do? So
1: it's part, of the, would, process, part you
0: know? of the process. Part of the process. How would you describe your musical origin story?
2: Oh my goodness. It's long. <laughs> um, oh goodness. So it definitely started when I was really little and my family is I'd say they're pretty musical. Like my aunts and uncles are all very musical. Um, my grandfather like, is on my mom's side, uh, loves music and was a, he's an amazing singer and he's a really good whistler, which is weird, but I think he was in a band when he was in, he was in the air force and he whistled and he did really well. It's the weirdest thing, but they're all really musical. Yeah. And, um, my mom, she's an amazing singer. And so when I was a kid, I was it was always around me. Um, and I was so shy about singing as a kid. So I wouldn't sing for anyone. I remember I sang A couple of times and people loved my voice but I was really little I was you know I was like maybe six years old and everyone just looked at me and they're like oh my gosh do that again and that just completely freaked me out I was like no don't look at me I'm never doing that again you know (laughs) I hated the attention from it so I'm like I'm never singing for anyone ever yeah it was way too much pressure so I would play instruments yeah yeah it's the worst so uh ever since that happened as a kid I avoided singing um so it took me a while to get to this point now um a lot of challenging fears and um which is what my actually my next single that's coming out it's what it's about you know am I your nightmare is about my journey getting from being petrified to let anyone hear me sing to now putting out music (laughs) so it's yeah quite a lot um I'd say, so yeah, my origin story with music was just being absolutely petrified of it and overcoming it.
1: Wow. Powerful, though. I mean, like, overcoming, yeah. you know, it's, it's what we're built to do as human beings. That's why musicians, mm-hmm. like, there's always a, a bat because, uh, you know, you're never going to be, there's always someone who has, the master level above you right like just, you're never fully the top dog at any particular moment right on your instrument or in your song or whatever it is yeah and there's always there's always something to anyway i'm sorry i'm i'm lost on my own tangent here i'm just really i'm caught up in what you're saying your story is uh i really appreciate the way that you that you describe that
2: yeah no i mean i think that's true i think musicians need a lot of resilience you know yeah It's tough to do any of it. And someone's, no matter what you do, someone's not going to like it. So you have to be able to bounce back and get over the fact that you can work really, really hard. And someone's going to think it's lame. And you just have to lean into the people that like it.
0: Right. Um, Yeah. You talked about, it's kind of funny because you have that desire to do something, right. And then you try Mm it and if feels terrible it's like a situation that you don't want to be in (laughs) so how did you what made you want to keep going like you could have given up like I don't ever want to feel like that again so I'm just not going to sing was it the desire that just overwhelmed everything else
2: um yeah I think it's tough I think as as a kid Um, I I definitely have a bit of a natural ability when it comes to singing and I recognized that as a kid, but it just made me uncomfortable how other people reacted to it. So I think that was always the thing that I didn't like was, um, how other people were reacting to what I liked to do. So as a kid, it was always just something really personal. Like I enjoyed singing. I enjoyed Perfecting my sound and playing with different songs and writing songs, um, but I just wasn't prepared for what other people would do with it once it left me. Mm. And I couldn't. And I couldn't handle that. So I loved doing it, and I always did it. But privately, you know, I would sing to myself. I would um, sing. You know, as soon as someone left, I'd be like, "Okay, I can sing now." Or like in my car, I would like, you know, driving somewhere if no one was with me, I would sing. So. I always did it. I just didn't let anyone else see it or hear it. Um, And I eventually just got to a point where I wanted more. (laughs) I just wanted more of it. And I'm like, there's no way I can have more of this if I won't show anyone. I have to show people. I have to let people in. Like, I can't keep hiding it, keeping it small. Because I got to a point where I like filled up my own space with it. And I couldn't grow anymore. I couldn't learn anymore until I expanded it out. And it was driving me crazy. I'm like, I have to, I have to. So I'm going to have to get over this and let people hear me saying, because I want to keep pushing this, you know? So yes. I think that's what I just got to a point. It, it like was breaking through, <laughs> you know, I couldn't contain it.
0: That's yeah. interesting. Like, well, there's, there, I have two thoughts, but just the idea that like all that time you were, you were generating an energy and you could feel yeah. it and you knew it got to a maturity level where you felt like you needed to share it yeah. and that yeah, that's really exactly. interesting like I'd never really thought about how that time it's like you're building up your musical energy so it, and then when it's big enough you know when it's time to share like I'd never really thought about it that way but that's yeah. pretty powerful like I, um, I'm like I, I'm gonna need I, a couple I, of minutes to think <laughs> about it and stare off into space <laughs>
2: gonna process
0: it yeah it's like like you need a little bar up here you need to
1: (laughs) yeah almost like a you're charging up you know you're 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 gathering energy so to speak yeah and there's reaches a sort of like a threshold where you're like i have to share there's something in you that says you know this has to come out of me
2: yeah I think the other thing I did that helped was, um, obviously, like when you create something, even though it scared me, I did still always have a desire to show people. Um, But I just, when I wasn't comfortable showing music, I would create other things and show that off instead. Um, So I would paint, I would draw i oh, yeah. wrote poems mm. and books lots of stories you're still
1: expressing and... yourself wow okay yeah, it's, yeah It yeah,
0: sounds. Like, like, i just did
2: it in ways i was comfortable
0: yeah it sounds like hmm. it it might have hmm. been when you sang like sharing that with other people meant something it was like an intimate thing for you and mm-hmm. so if you didn't get the the positive reinforcement or the reciprocation i could see how that might have hurt you deeply like the fear of people not taking your you know something that you consider so special seriously or the way that you think they should oh
2: yeah kind of it was sometimes but then sometimes too i remember when i was little the first thing that i was afraid of was that when i gave them a little bit they wanted a lot more than i was prepared to give I you know, I, I sang a little piece of a song and it sounded good and they were like, sing another one. And I'm like, yeah. but I didn't practice that song. I don't know how to sing that one well. And cause I didn't have enough confidence in my ability to be able to sing many songs and do it well. So I'm like, I've been practicing this one to myself for months, <laughs> like this one sounds good. I don't know that one, you know? And I yeah. couldn't handle that. And the fact that people were gonna want more from me than I could comfortably give scared me so i was like no you don't need anything now yeah. you know yeah, and then the
0: thing, you can get yeah. put Sorry, on the nope. spot no, no, no. it's like you can get put on the spot that way really yeah. bad you know and especially as a kid is it like it's like someone coming to the show and be
1: like play free bird you're like really <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: like i don't know that song i don't like that yeah, song. Like, yeah
1: like i didn't there's come a, to yeah. play free bird i am not, it's not on the
0: set list people get over it
2: exactly over
1: it. yeah let me
0: express my art yeah exactly
2: yeah. And I think people, I don't know if they mean to do that to artists, but I think it just, it happens to artists that people yeah. will see their art more than the artists and mm-hmm. they just demand more and more and more. And I'm like, no, I'm a person and I'm struggling. And I was an awkward kid too. I don't even like talking to people. So I'm like, I'm not going to talk to you. I'm not going to sing for you.
0: Right. So
2: don't. And I just, you know, I'm like, I just wanted to keep expectations really low. <laughs>
0: That's, yeah. yeah, I mean, we, we all go through similar things, you know, yeah. but like when you're considered the performer, it's like, oh, they look at you like a performer. Okay, now it's like request line or <laughs> the idea that if you're up on a stage, like you're no longer a human being,
2: right? You know, like you said, that you has know?
0: emotions and that has fears and has things going on in their own lives. It's like, no, you're a performer. You have to be perfect all the time you know.
2: Right, exactly. It doesn't work that way.
0: It's, it's not fair. It's like, right? it's, it's like when you go to a
1: family gathering and you're, if you're the type to be funny, it, it's like they expect they tell a joke, tell us a joke, like yeah. well you know maybe I'm not feeling being funny right, right. now, like maybe I'm, I'm a person and I I can't always be on for people.
0: Right. And, and and
1: to expect that of me all the time, it's like well you know and this happens to people who get famous, it's like you know people will just come up to you in the middle of a meal or whatever and they have this expectation that you perform right. for them you know? Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I think celebrity culture in general, people don't Mm -hmm. view celebrities as humans. Right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Which I imagine you've got to be so comfortable with yourself and able to let people think poorly of you to handle that, which I feel like now I've kind of gotten to that point in my life where I don't care so much now about how other people are are perceiving me. Like I care to a point, you know, I don't want to like be so unhinged that i'm hurting people but like there's a certain point where like i'm gonna be me i'm gonna be myself and i'm gonna be you know what i naturally am in certain situations and no it's not always gonna be exactly what the other person wants and i'm okay with them leaving in exchange for me disappointed <laughs> like right. it's okay if i Ooh. disappoint people i'm not yeah. i wasn't putting
0: yeah.
2: entertain them i wasn't echoed to-
1: the like that, that song where it's like this process of you finding this thing inside you courage or whatever to sing. and mm. you know what I mean like I yeah. just see how anyway I just it's got me thinking sorry it was a process <laughs> I mean we,
0: we, yeah. we appreciate yeah. you sharing you know like the it was a process for you and that's oh, yeah. okay that's okay you know and it's yeah. like, the whole idea of bringing to light that yeah you're a singer songwriter you're a performer you know you're releasing music but that doesn't change the fact that you're just sammy the person
1: Mm -hmm.
0: nothing's ever going to change that it's like so you might be in the you know like like michael was saying like you if you're if you're the funny guy all the time like the day you don't feel like being funny people are gonna be like well what's wrong with you you know yeah like nothing's wrong it's just there's a range of emotion from every given day to day it's like we're just human beings people the expectations sometimes are just off the charts right
2: yeah yeah exactly you got to be comfortable enough to be yourself all the time
1: (laughs) yeah yeah you know but seeking yourself i mean and maybe it's so funny because it can be it can be it's a fine line right between this and like getting into the ego but at Mm. the same time like seeking yourself in that true expression it's like a lot of the criticism from the world or like how like that stuff sort of falls away you know Mm. and and the more that I seek to to really just be in tune with whatever I don't know whatever I need to be inspired on and act on The less and less and less I start to care about people's opinions of how funny I am or how talented my music is, these things, right? Like, that that, I don't need that kind of validation. The art is the validation in itself, the process, you know? Mm. But I I made it about me again. Sorry. (laughs)
2: No, it was was good.
0: (laughs) Oh, I didn't. No, why, did, why did you like, say you your tone of voice was almost like i apologize because i do this all the time but i don't really think you do
1: no i just, this is why i have a show is for my benefit no but I, <laughs> I i i will admit that i use brilliant musician minds to come on the show pick their brains and then like make my little aha moments for myself and i it's, it's selfish but i really enjoy this a lot I like
2: <laughs> it. That's good.
0: moving on um, i support He's it the star <laughs> of the show <laughs> right? Yes, Sammy, I even
1: said um, like we want to make this about you and here I am like no no yeah, I, know. Just, I really It's all about you,
0: trust me. Well, I just made it about Ryan, me. How many wow, times what's do we going say this like,
1: bro, how many times do we say we learn from every single person and it's every single time it's invalidated. Like yeah. every single time. Like you, you it's like you create a space where people can come t- come and communicate and the the best of gold just like it comes up, man.
0: You know what? too sammy like just talking to you and and spending a little time with you like you have a very like you have a very strong energy it's a very very it's a very peaceful vibe but it is a strong energy so i could see how (laughs) i could see how like when you um when you share that with other people like how a lot of times you're not going to feel like you're it's reciprocated Mm. you know
2: Mm. yeah i could see that
0: yeah so but yeah why don't you tell us a little bit about you know you talked talked about dealing with the the criticism like how people are going to take it Mm -hmm. um was there anything in particular that helped you get through that
2: yes um thinking very logically about criticism Uh, it's the best way rather than relying on, you know, like I try to acknowledge how a criticism is making me feel emotionally. um, But then I just try really hard not to necessarily act on my emotion when it comes to a criticism and just, again, think about it really logically. Like, okay, why is this person saying this? Or why did they think that? Is it rooted in an opinion that it's just theirs? And are, do they have the right to express that opinion? Have that opinion? Yes, okay, so I can't really be mad about that. you yeah. know. And also then thinking of who gave the criticism, were they who I created the music for or whatever it is that I created, were they my intended audience? Right. And I think half the time when I look at people who are criticizing, I'm like, well, I didn't make it for you. <laughs> you weren't who I had in mind. And it's, You weren't you know, gonna
0: get it anyway
2: exactly you weren't kind of supposed <laughs> to get it so like it makes sense that you feel that way like and, and sometimes like, i'm able to turn yeah. a criticism into a validation like exactly like it was actually about you not for you <laughs> you know so <laughs> uh,
1: uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah
2: logic helps me at the end of the day when it comes to criticism
0: you know i think that's really good advice um just mm. Just stepping back and and just trying to break it down and like what does this really mean and not just like taking the emotion that wow. came with it and r- running with it like that's that's, that's right. fantastic advice, Sammy.
2: Yeah, I mean, don't there get me is. wrong, <laughs> you catch me at the wrong time and right, I might have right. an emotional reaction, but
0: you're only yeah. human.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And
0: yeah like, and you're allowed to have that range yeah, it's like why do we forget oh, yeah. why do we forget that it's gonna it's going to register on a range it's not like we're not robots we're not going to react mm-hmm. the same way every time yeah. you know nope
2: yeah
0: why do we yep. forget we're human sammy why do you have you I made any know. observations about that because you've experienced you know a <laughs> lot of that and i don't i can't i don't understand why that why we happens.
2: forget yeah. we're human i don't well I don't know. There's a lot of different reasons for that. I think it depends on um, the people around you and expectations you have of yourself, who you're observing most often. I think right now we're mostly observing Mm. people through social media. So that's going to throw us all off because everyone has the opportunity to perfect themselves. So when you see it and you don't feel that way, then you end up holding yourself to a standard that you can't actually maintain I mean, or maybe down it doesn't on yourself,
0: exist.
2: Doesn't exist, yeah. right? Only exists in a picture format. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, there's a. I mean, probably so many more reasons, but yeah. those are the ones I think of first. That yeah.
0: you know what it's. I, I guess you know, just piggybacking on what you said, I think it's kind of like how our our perception at any given moment, like. A lot of that social media stuff can warp our perception of reality and maybe that's you know maybe you're right maybe we're just too caught up in you know fiction that we forgot what reality is supposed to be like
2: yeah for sure i mean even when it comes to music i did that for a really long time with my singing voice um i think i've come to accept it now and appreciate that i have a unique sound But when I was younger, that was another reason I was kind of afraid to let people hear it because I didn't sound like other people when they sang. Mm -hmm. And it made me uncomfortable sounding that different, you know? And so I just couldn't help but compare myself to other singers. I'm like, well, I don't sound like that when I sing. Like, it doesn't sound bad, but it doesn't sound like them. I was doing something new and didn't know how to handle the fact that I was doing something a little bit different. It sounded different. You know, so again, it was that comparison and my perception of looking at someone else thinking it had to look more like theirs for it to be good or be acceptable, you know, and that's yeah. come to terms with it now and then learned, oh, actually, it's a fantastic thing that I don't sound like anyone else because people want yeah, something new and different. Exactly. So.
0: Like that's a, the Percepting most valuable creates thing. creates reality. Yeah. Yeah,
2: perception exactly.
1: creates
0: reality. And mm-hmm. false expectation. It's like this standard Although, that yeah. could, this this like false standard that is impossible to achieve
2: Mm -hmm.
0: it's like unless i'm that then i'm not good enough it's like no that's not how it works it's like the only job you have is to be the best version of yourself
2: right and
0: And the only fair comparison
1: is yourself today versus yourself in the past It, it is unfair to compare your voice to another singer's voice it's only fair yeah. to compare your voice the way it was yesterday because your voice will change over the years it's just something right. that happens your singing voice changes just like your speaking voice changes and yeah. it's just natural <laughs> you know it's a good thing
0: it's it a, good a good thing time. yeah there's only yeah you know, it's it's something that i really think of a lot is there, there's only one of us like there's only oh. one sammy like you're the only one there's never gonna be another one there's never been mm-hmm. one before it's like The world needs you to be the best version of yourself, you know?
2: Yeah. I think that's hard to grasp at first, too, though, just because how how we feel about ourselves and how it's helpful to think of ourselves and perceive ourselves is different uh, than how we perceive other people, especially when it comes to, like, in the music industry. I think it's really natural for people to compare singers. Oh, yeah.
1: Or guitar players or anybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: That's how you gauge right but and it's hard i think that was the hardest thing for me too is like okay well i always hear who's a better singer you know rihanna or beyonce and i'm like oh they're both good you know so when you constantly get bombarded with that as a viewer as an outsider looking into the music industry it's tough to then bridge the gap that that's not how i'm supposed to think about myself in that you know so trying to adjust it from when you're a viewer from when you're partaking that is something i think again only last few years that i really started to grasp which helped me step in and start doing it you know
0: it's like it all starts with the comparison that's when that you know that snowball starts a negative snowball it's like just mm-hmm. don't go there and you'll be fine you know because yeah it's, it's not something we need to do you know it's really not yeah this a such need think... to
1: put labels on everything right to compare yeah, things N- nothing, we don't need and, to put yeah. a label
0: on anything it's like we have a name and that's for, mm-hmm. that's our label it's like that's us yeah. it's mm-hmm. like trying to and that's another thing like since there's like genres and labels did you like yeah. did you find like that hard or ridiculous to try to force yourself into a genre
2: yes yes i still do <laughs> Genres. um
1: yeah
2: i get it i get it labels to a certain extent help with identification and understanding and clarity and I appreciate them to a point but then there needs to be flexibility there needs to be gray areas with a genre um, especially and I think that's been tough um even for just like the you know the first song that I put out is definitely a pop song um this next single I'm putting out was more like a dark pop song, but then I was on a hip hop track. So, you know, it's tough. And at least it's Mm. close enough, but, um, yeah, I mean, I feel like genre can at times push an artist to only create a certain thing, but just like we're talking about every day, you might feel a little bit different. You know, I don't feel like creating the same type of music every day. There might be a day where I'm feeling, um, I don't know I'm feeling sad it's going to be a darker song or another day I'm feeling really cheerful and it's the song it's going to sound like a completely different genre you know but then I might feel like I love this song but I can't put it out because I've been put into this dark pop box (laughs) you know so that does irritate me still like I'm trying I know for having success it's easier in communicating to an audience when you kind of stick to a genre but but I'm sure
0: for someone as creative as yourself, it's, it probably feels like a limitation, right?
2: At times just, it can, yeah.
0: But it's just one approach. I mean, think of it
1: this way.
2: Yeah.
1: You can choose the genre out and lean into it, or you know, you can use it as a scaffolding, like, a, like an outline or a tool, and then build your brand as your audience. Like, if they're staying because they know, like, oh, my God, like, Sammy can do this kind of genre, that kind of genre, and I can, you know, look at the variety. See, for me, mm-hmm. I'm impressed by artists that, that don't have a genre, that you can't pin down, that you you can't really, like, you know, like, wait, 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 this, this is different. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's always something. Right. Those are the ones that are complexing, and it adds to the mystery of things. And it really is, uh, I actually see it as a as a sign of a really – like a really creative person you know like that's how yeah, I,
2: look at it. I, I do too I, I like that I like when you can see an artist show that versatility and I'm hopeful that I'm able to navigate in a similar way um not jumping around too much because I think that there needs to be a good balance otherwise it'll, it will be confusing for people um, yeah like yeah, jumping
1: around th- for its own sake is probably not like if you don't if that's not what speaks to you that wouldn't be a good plan you know what I mean
0: it'd be fun Mm -hmm. though to confuse people like that well
2: (laughs) super fun yeah I agree yeah I mean I definitely have spaces like on my Instagram I try to keep it more streamlined but then I there is an app that I'll go on called voicey and I will have a small it's a smaller audience in general because it's a smaller app so I'm more free of a genre constraint there You know, I'll I'll kind of write whatever I'm feeling or whatever that's, whatever track I'm listening to, whatever it makes me feel, I'm going to go with it. So I'm a little less edited there and that's helpful. So I have certain audiences depending on where I am that um, I'll tailor to a brand or a genre and that helps.
1: Mm. I mean, there are so many ways that you can approach it and whatever, like we talked about this with so many of the musicians, it's like finding the process that works for you right whether or not it's the right app or the right genre because the genre is nothing but a tool to express it's not i don't have to take on the identity of my genre in other words like you know and you have this space you mentioned this app it's like a smaller audience you feel well you said you feel did you say you you feel more free to to kind of like explore or whatever like try different genres there
2: Yes, just because the nature of that app is meant for singers and songwriters to um, connect with producers and make these little mini voices. So they're really quick. They're, I I think, a minute, about a minute long and not longer. So just usually just enough time for like one verse or a hook and you just write something short and quick. So there's more freedom to bend genre there. Like, you know, people... I think my writing style is a bit more distinct, so I I still have, there's a sense of me in everything that I put out, but the genre is much more fluid there. I see. Yeah, but I'm not going to release all this. Yeah. No,
1: but it's its own life. I mean, it's your, it's literally like, you can almost look at it like on your journey. It's very, very valuable lessons Mm -hmm. and experience and things that you're doing. That's cool that you're able to connect with producers and like create stuff that's new and exciting that's cool
2: absolutely i love it
0: sammy when you say you there's a sense of you in a song um what do you mean by that
2: i think it's my particular perspective on things that um again was harder for me to recognize at first and other people i think notice it a lot better but it's just the the style and like the approach I have to writing uh, I'm very much right from what I personally see from my perspective Mm -hmm. and I mean like we said a person's perspective is very unique to them so I'm always writing from my perspective you're gonna know you know like no one else is seeing things quite like I'm seeing them or from the Angle that I'm seeing it. And so I really just try to describe what I'm experiencing from where I'm at, and it's different. And people sense that, that, huh, I wouldn't have thought about it that way, or, huh, I never would have worded it that way. Or, wow, yeah, I feel that too. I never real, you know, like, it's just a specific approach I have to my writing style, I think is what, where people can sense me.
0: Specific approach?
2: Yeah, I think so. I have uh, synesthesia. I don't know if you've heard of that before, but um, No, I haven't. No, okay. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. It's weird, but it's a sensory um, trait in the brain where my senses kind of blend. So for me specifically, I have it in a few different ways. But when I listen to music, I automatically Associated to shapes and textures, and sometimes color, and then words oh. and emotions. Yeah. So Sammy, for you're the me, first person
1: I've ever talked to that actually possessed. So this is this is like—is this an everyday kind of a perception for you? The way it works?
2: Yeah. Oh, it's constant. Yeah, and it's involuntary. Whoa. Like I'm not trying to do it, and I have it in other ways too. And the thing that um, helped me realize I had it was. Um, I also perceive time and numbers in a weird way. <laughs> so um, which makes it kind of hard to do math, but specifically, like I will personify numbers. like they almost have like a personality to me and then I visualize them as well as time in a very distinct pattern. And I I didn't even I thought everyone did that and it wasn't until, I think I was like 22. Someone was, was reading an article about it, and I'm like, "Well, that's not weird. Everyone does that." And everyone looked. At, everyone in the room looked at me like, "What? Right. What do you mean? Everyone does?" I'm like, "No one else is doing that." I'm like, "No." And so I um, looked into it further, and ended up getting diagnosis anesthesia. So, but that affects my song, songwriting. Like when I create, like when I'm writing music, it's very much coming from that, which I think provides a distinction. Wow. Like it's a little different. <laughs> Uh, the way I'm describing things I'm gonna apply different adjectives to it based on what I'm experiencing you know wow no I'm
1: fascinated by this like I know about this condition and I and I please forgive me I just have to have you do you know anything about psychedelics have you ever done any research (laughs) or or noting at all
2: I know a little bit about it. I haven't personally um, used them, mostly because I'm a little afraid of what would happen. Um, yeah, because people, I, you know, that's I'm okay.
1: Just, I'm just yeah, curious. I, I just, have not ever had a psychedelic experience, but I the the reason why is that on my research in psychedelics, I came across something in what's called ayahuasca. Are you familiar with ayahuasca?
2: Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. So
1: What you describe as your normal perception of reality is what people report back after having an ayahuasca journey.
2: Exactly, that's why. Which is why I'm
1: fascinated. (laughs) Like you were the first person I've ever met, and I just you're already um,
0: operating in a different, maybe higher level of consciousness without any of that.
1: I don't think what you have is any kind of like disorder. Like I think it's a, it's like a gift. Like it's a. You have right. a lens that other people don't have so you're going to have one of the most unique perspectives uh, like compared to anyone else you might meet on the street yourself like from your eyes you're going to have a very unique perspective that other people i mean I, it's really really fascinating I, I yeah thank you for sharing that like on thank you for letting me so ask. Yeah. Just that, genuinely like that, so curious about this
0: is that what yeah, you were kind of hinting at is because you have that perception of reality like when, you, when it's coming from your angle, it's a distinct, different kind of view that no yeah. one's ever felt before.
2: Wow. Yeah, which freaked wow, me out okay. too, I think, when I was younger, um, which would, I think, would probably explain why people's reactions when I did share like a poem or something, a song that I wrote, or even just the way that I approach um, making sounds when singing. You know, I think that's partly why oh. I have a unique sound, is that my approach to it is... Um, I'm automatically syncing up to the sounds around me. And like the best way I can describe it um, is like when I hear, like I like to write a song starting with a track and I visualize the whole thing and I'll find like these little pockets and grooves in the song that I'm like, the melody has to go there. And I'm really good at getting my voice right where it needs to be I'm like it has to be this texture like I have to hit this angle you know it has to go this high then it has to come down this low and it's like a a puzzle I'm like I know exactly where my voice needs to fit and how and it's instant as soon as I hear the music I'm like this is it
0: it sounds like it's, a, it's almost a visual representation <laughs> of like what yeah. the sound should look like I guess I if it mm-hmm. were to you know be if you were to take the sound Geometry. And draw it, yeah
1: It's geometry, you're blowing my mind, Sammy. Can I just say that? (laughs) Sammy, can I ask you a question? Are you familiar with the instrument that is the theremin?
2: Yes, I am.
1: Okay, right, and for the, uh, hopefully everyone that that all our beautiful listeners hopefully are familiar now by now, but it's an electric box for the benefit of people who might not know, it's got two antenna, it's got their metal, it generates an electromagnetic field. And when you move your hand, to the antenna it. it's geometry right guys like you 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 are adjusting the pitch and the sound but you're doing it in a spatial way like that sounds like what you're doing
2: it's exactly what i'm doing yeah i love theremins i think they're so fascinating and i can't see it anybody is, just
1: no. threw my hat like my god that's so freaking you know Sammy, cool. like, it's, you're, so fascinating. Yeah, it's like you were
0: <laughs> you were diagnosed with operating in a higher consciousness that most people do yeah <laughs> yeah
2: i mean so for Thank the God. most part i'd say it's pretty cool and i use it to my advantage for the most part there are other times when you know which is i think oftentimes it is thought of as a disorder because when it comes to understanding like when it comes to math for example mental math adding numbers is really hard and so in that way it's kind of a detriment like in school it was tough you know trying to do speed math for example when you're not supposed to show your work I'm like I I can't you know because in my head I can't visualize the numbers together because for me number two is right here and number 15 is like way far away and I couldn't Mm -hmm. visualize them together unless I drew it out and then Because a a 3D visualization Um, or a 2D visualization in front of me would be stronger than my mental visualization. And I could do math that way on paper. But in certain situations, no. And then that would make me take a lot longer. And I didn't know as a kid. So I wasn't getting extra time on tests like I probably should have had. And so in that way, that's why it's often viewed as a disorder. Because it can, technically, that would have been a learning disability. And measuring is hard. Sometimes I can't measure too well.
0: I but. um, you know, I, I experienced the same thing. Like, I don't know that I necessarily have the same, you know, gift that you do, but I remember at the, it, I don't know if you felt this way, but like when you tried to sit down and do it, it's almost like you couldn't even start because it, yeah. it just, it just, you looked at it and it was just like, I can't even start. Like, it just doesn't make yeah. sense to me. And like this, and then weird... people
2: think you're not understanding it. I'm like I logistically understand what you want for me, I just can't do it the way you want me to do it.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: It's just one. Well, of and those... perception creates reality. Yeah. So, yeah. what happens mm-hmm. is they
1: look at you like you're defective, when in fact you're this glorious natural creature that sprouted from the earth. Like you have these senses for a reason.
2: Yeah. I agree right. yeah I think yeah. so
0: and you decided to channel it into music which is the most yeah, powerful me. way to communicate so say. you're going to be so impactful <laughs> that way you
2: know? I wouldn't say it decided I'd say I can't help it
0: okay it decided no, for it. you huh
2: it wasn't a choice. Yeah. Enjoy- yeah and that's why I said like I got to a point where like i like I can't I can't contain it anymore like it to a certain mm. point it feels like it's not up to me Um, And I enjoy it. So that's good. So I'm like, will I'm a willing participant, but I, that's why I say it's involuntary. I don't have choice. Like as soon as I hear music, I immediately, like I start picturing it and emotions and words, descriptive words come to me. So like my head gets flooded and lyrics pop into my head so quickly. And, and sometimes it can annoy me, too, because if I'm listening to a song where I feel like, oh, maybe the artist didn't quite hit the melody, like it, they should have hit this note instead, it can, you know, then I feel a bit of a dissonance yeah. with certain songs. And I might yeah. really hate a song because of that or be irritated um, by that, even that dancing ask- sometimes, too. <laughs> yeah, that
0: explains the, does sound right thing. Yeah. Do you listen to classical music ever? Have you ever?
2: Yeah, I love classical music. And is, I think mostly so because you, they hit everything in classical.
1: What you ex, what you experience then, say, when you listen to Bach or Beethoven, is a different visual than modern music, right?
2: Yeah, it's a lot fuller. Like, there's a lot more happening. I feel like the way I perceive it is for every song, it's almost like there's a canvas. And then based on the canvas, oh. which might be the beat... You know, like the bass tones might be what's establishing that canvas, or there might be a starting melody that's establishing that canvas. From there, there's only so much room. Right. That canvas can only yeah. take so many notes. And so yeah. some songs are really simple. They only use maybe a quarter of the notes that they could have. And then classical music for the most part, I feel uses the most amount of notes, right? They're filling that canvas up a lot. And I love it. So for me, I'm like, there's so much to look at. This is awesome. And they're really filling the space but not making it too loud it's not overly blended like I can pick out each instrument separately and really yeah. see it nice and clearly Sammy, and intricately you,
0: that's why our brains love orchestration that...
1: yeah. yeah oh my gosh <laughs> do, Sammy, do you realize that your your perception gives you a very special gift of communication like you're the way you describe things in such a visual way you put mm. pictures in my head like I'm seeing I <laughs> can't even like like I'm looking at the screen and I can't. Like I see I'm another image ahead now. of the canvas. Oh,
2: yeah, I see yay. the canvas. And you
1: said it. But like you have one of the most visual communication styles that's ever come across. Like it's, I'm. Oh, well, I knew I felt something know, when you jumped in the room. Like my God. You know what? <laughs> that's what I was telling <laughs> you.
0: That's what I was telling you about your your energy, Sammy. Like
1: mm-hmm.
0: I, I just like to be honest and you know take the moment for what it's worth. And mm. I don't know about you, Michael, but. You know, I think it's important that our beautiful listeners understand that this is one of the most brilliant people I've ever talked to or associated Aww. with. Like, you, you have an energy and you have an insight that is really going to help a lot of people. It really is. I hope so.
2: Thank you. I mean, like, I think,
1: a, I think you have a unique, you're, you are one of the most unique people on the earth. I don't know if you see that, because from your perspective, you're just used to it. But like to someone like me, and you, this is lifelong. It's taken me three decades to even think I understand things on the level that just came to you from your se perce- Like the the way you describe, like because music is geometry, guys. Like it is, and yes. and you just you know that because you experience it, you live. But people who don't see this stuff, they don't even understand it. Like it, it's a whole another language. Like. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm just going to be blown away here for a few moments. (laughs) No, it's good. I
2: think sometimes too, depending on who my audience is. um, I mean, you guys are a great audience. You're connecting with all this. So that makes me so happy. But sometimes um, I think people find the amount of detail that I can provide and the visual detail can be overwhelming. So oh, it depends yeah. on who my audience. Yeah. So yeah. It, I think that changes how I feel about myself too. I, I don't always see it as a gift because in some settings, um, you know, a person's like, Oh, this is too much. Stop talking. Like, I can't, <laughs> I can't You know what it,
0: it is? You just, you, know? you like, this is one of the reasons why we're doing this. So we can, uh, mm. we can associate with like intelligences mm. because yes, yes, let me tell you this sammy my favorite type of art is realism is realistic art i want as much mm-hmm. detail in there as i can get like i want to see i i want it to look like i'm looking out the window you know i yeah. I like exploring all of that and it's
1: i want to turn it over and see both yeah. sides of it i want to look yeah. at all of it i want to feel and it, every little right? inch of it isn't that yeah. what it
0: comes down to i want to feel it like i don't want yeah. it just to be a painting like
2: <laughs> you just want to be there step inside the of it. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah, I
2: relate to that. That's interesting.
0: <laughs> well, you're you're blowing my mind a little bit, but I'm a, I'm on board 100% for it. Like um, I know yeah. you're not into superheroes, but you're literally a, like a musical You superhero. are. Yeah, you are. A my god, she's
1: Wolverine, How dude. Fitting.
0: How fitting. <laughs> How fitting was it?
1: How fitting. Amazing. That's so funny.
0: Are you, so cool. Do you have a cape? <laughs> Is there a cape on there that we're not seeing?
2: <laughs> Funny enough, I was a nanny for a long time, and um, for Halloween one year, I dressed up as super nanny, and I did. <laughs> I made myself a little a little cape and went trick or treating, and I had like a utility belt that had tissues, juice boxes, band aids. Uh, <laughs> I also had hand sanitizer, <laughs> like everything that they might need. Yeah, so I I do have a cave somewhere. (laughs) I knew it. And I did actually I ended up making for their birthday, I made them a little comic book. I like drew pictures for them and like laminated. Yeah, and it was the adventures of super nanny and I had us all on the book. So (laughs) that's I guess I do know created
1: a reality (laughs) where you were the superhero. Like you literally created your own comic
0: book. Yeah.
2: I guess I did. Yeah. (laughs) Forgot Um, about that at the beginning.
0: (laughs) You know what? It it makes me think sammy like how how i'm sure you probably felt it like people respond to you differently because of you know the energy you project how have you like has it been a pleasant experience overall has it been a learning experience like how how have you gotten through with that just dealing with how people might react to something that they maybe haven't it's because they probably haven't felt it before right
2: Yeah, I think I've learned to be selective um, when it comes to people and learn to recognize a safe space for me to fully be myself. Um, Because it is hard. I mean, some of the stuff, you know, yeah, if I say it to the wrong person, um, if they've never thought about it before, never heard about it before, or never come close to that kind of experience, more often than not, they perceive it as a threat. Um, and then the way wow. they handle that threat is to um, kind of project fear or reject. So, wow. and that's, that's tough. think, especially when I was younger, not knowing how to not accept it, just because they're saying that to me, doesn't mm-hmm. mean that it's true or doesn't mean that I have to do something with it. Um, So I think that was challenging, um, which kind of, when I was younger, just led me to just completely not show anyone anything at all. Right. I wouldn't sing. I also, I was just very, very selective about um, who got to see any piece of me to the point of being almost like nonverbal as a kid in school. Like I wouldn't talk to anyone, you know, like being very kind of antisocial. And then, um, and then of course I had a time when I was like, screw that i'm gonna be myself all the time <laughs> and then being a little too unhinged and being like all right all right, all right all right i gotta scale back a little bit so trying to figure that out and now to this point just um learning to recognize who is going to be like a safe person to do that with or what's a safe area like you know a podcast like this is a really great space to show that stuff you guys want to know these things so i feel a lot more comfortable no, that's sharing a
1: huge compliment that. thank you so
2: yeah. much like no. thank you
0: no. yeah that's the ultimate goal like we we just we want people to be themselves mm-hmm. like if if you if we're creating an environment where you don't feel like you can be yourself then to us there's something wrong there you know yeah. like we want to talk to sammy and that's what we're doing like it's it's yeah. cool yeah. you know because we yeah, all cool. we are we're, we're able to share the energy and we're able to learn together and to me that's a very powerful thing Take part. Yeah.
2: I think what happens
0: when you oh go, please. (laughs) Oh no, I'm just saying
2: I find other artists um usually can relate to me a lot better. So I do find a lot of Mm. comfort um from other musicians especially. Um just because I think already other musicians or people who really care about art and music are already so much closer to now having felt in. what i felt before yeah and you're interested in it and you've also felt some of the the harder parts to it and even if you haven't felt it yeah. you can understand why an artist might feel a certain way so it makes it so much easier <laughs> to be myself when i'm around other creatives you know already just you have so much in common before you even get to this talk
1: is, but this is exactly why the man. show has changed yeah. my life sammy like this is why the show changed my life because people like you have given me this gift of doing what you just did you you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying like and and it's it's caused me it's forced me you know you talk about like you just have to do things automatically it has forced me to look at everything i have to i've Mm -hmm. had to reconsider every last foundational principle like everything in my life and it's been it's been the best process and i'm i'm just blown away that you know what, if for you you don't you don't you're just doing what comes natural. Like there's no contrivance, you know, if mm. you see what I mean. Genuine.
0: Yeah genuine. You're genuine.
2: Yeah. Thank That's you. It's
0: That's
2: right. a <laughs>
0: powerful thing, you know, and it it's just mm-hmm. it it's been a, a confirmation to us that we need each other. Yeah. You know, this is why we need each other. It's like we need to recognize we're humans and just be able to give each other a safe place where we can share these things because that's how we're really uplifting each other is by sharing experiences, you know, empowering experiences and advice. Like you've you've really given us a lot of that, you know, and and I hate to say it, but I just don't think like in at least the average public classroom
1: that I grew up in that you could have this kind of a conversation. Like in a place of learning, even in the colleges that I went to, like, I just feel like there's just something, there's a disconnect that I see in culture where it's like, these things can't get talked about people. It's like you said, it's, why do you think it is, Sammy? Like that that perception of a threat that you described earlier, like that, I'm, I'm, I'm still clinging on to that. Like, why is mm-hmm. that? Why, why do people react that way?
2: I mean, I feel like in my experience, um because there were definitely some moments in school which I think I had I went to a really small high school where they were pretty centered around the arts um so there I I was lucky to have some spaces where I did feel a little bit more comfortable and those spaces were 100% in the art room with my art Mm. teacher and
0: yeah yeah,
2: and I had an amazing amazing art teacher and she there was one day too she led us um she we were taking i took ap arts we had to take an ap exam and she assigned us a project that she knew would take the whole day and she got us signed out of all of our classes for the day and we just hung out and painted all day long like that was awesome cared enough about it yeah that they're like yeah this is necessary (laughs) so i was really yeah really great teacher um So I did have those moments, which I think did help me lean into it. But in other settings, I definitely, when people felt threatened, I think it was moments when I did start to show some of the ability that being this way offered me. Um, If someone felt maybe outshined, they might've reacted poorly. Um, And then other people, I think it was just, I think people get really comfortable in their own perspective and they feel like they have a good grip Um, on the world. you know. You feel like, I understand life, I'm doing well, like this, you know, like the, the category, categories and labels comfort them because they know what you rock,
1: you rock their world, though, like, because you have something that very few, like the percentage of the population that has your condition, whatever you want to call it, your, yeah, it, it.
0: you're very... You you're, pop people, you, the no little bubbles that people live in, you know? Exactly.
2: Yeah. I push <laughs> oh, their buttons. Man. So right. I, I end up wow. being very triggering for people who aren't prepared to be triggered, especially if they're not fully aware of their triggers. I will... Oh. I'm never trying to. i never, ever trying to. But when I'm um, in my process of being genuine because I do experience things differently... You know, I'll be like, oh, I just thought of this or I'm experiencing something in this way. I stumble into, you know, like I feel like I'm walking into a field with hidden bombs and, you know, and if that person isn't aware of themselves enough to let me know where the bombs are, I'm going to step on one. (laughs) And so I think I unintentionally trigger people in that way or I kind of blow up their view of the world. And that's I can understand that's got to be really unsettling when you think you're so sure about something. And then you find out you're not, which happened to me when I didn't know I had synesthesia. And then I found out, I was like, "What? What do you mean?"
0: You thought (laughs) that that was normal. You're just yeah. Yeah, The
1: effect that you're having on on us and on me, and like you just blew my world today, right? Like that, and and, yeah, I can understand. Like now that I see, because I'm sensing the energy, right? So like, I completely get it now. Like I get why someone might go, "I don't know what to do with this." You know, Sammy. Um. It wow.
0: seems like <laughs> we don't know how our energy is going to manifest in that person's reality. No. Like ah. you, you're sending off the you're sending off energy. It's going to enter their reality and they're going to feel whatever they feel in their reality. And we don't know what that's going to be. Like you say, it it's is a, a chemical minefield. reaction. Yeah. It's yeah, a mindful it Like wow. it's, you have no idea what's going to happen.
2: And it's tough. And I think we're kind of conditioned a bit by society to expect others to watch out for us which is good right but then if you have someone that has maybe a different set of rules they're not gonna be able to watch out for right. really the way you're expecting yeah. and that's that's how know. I feel yeah, yeah. like I, I feel like I have a completely different rule book than everyone else so right. the way that I would want someone to watch out for me they don't know how to do that you know the average person doesn't wow. know how to do that I don't know how to do it for them. So I'm saying stuff that offends them. They may say something that offends me. And what I've learned to do is just, again, like, which is probably not always fair, but again, it's being selective, but kind of holding it in and not letting it out, you know, not Mm -hmm. letting the energy go too far unless I'm I'm confident and that it's going to mix well, you know, so it's not going to explode because it's, it's tough at times. I definitely want to be like, I should be able to be myself all the time, but
0: People just can't you know, handle it. That's a fact of the matter.
2: And it's n- just as much as it's not my fault that I'm this way, It may not. it's not their fault that they may not have experienced this before and might have a bad That's
1: reaction. That's a healthy attitude. That's a positive you know?
2: I got to be careful not because sometimes I overcorrect and I'm like, wait, I'm like being a doormat right now. (laughs) So I have to not do that.
0: It's this idea of, you know, like what level of consciousness are you operating on? Because when you're operating on the highest level of consciousness, like you understand why everything, why you feel the way you do, why you get triggered about certain, like you understand all of that, but. For someone who doesn't have any understanding of that and you flip one of those switches, they're like, why do I feel this way? And I have no idea why I'm feeling this way.
2: Right.
0: So I could yeah. see how, yeah.
2: Man, um, it,
1: very interesting. Tammy, I, do, you kn- do you know who Eric Weinstein is? Weinstein?
2: Mm, I want to say he's no. A,
1: he's a, a world famous mathematician and he came up with a new theory of reality that basically solves physics. The point is... Um, he like people who are on a certain spectrum like a certain like special like sensitive type of mm-hmm. personalities like there's the potential for magic is is there you know and it just this whole idea of because music being geometry is so like it hits me so hard when I when I understand like what it is that you're talking about mm-hmm. with sight and sound this is the whole reason why the ayahuasca thing the psychedelic this is literally the whole reason why i found any fascination with it is this idea of being able to see music it's like the holy grail to me you know yeah um, well, you know what I always
2: makes <laughs> me think of and this is how i've like, described synesthesia to people before who really didn't understand it i kind of almost think of it as there's more data around us than we're consciously able to perceive but for some, some of us are a are little bit better at picking it up than others. And I think there's even times when I think I'm subconsciously picking up quite a bit, you know, I might, yeah. it's like our consciousness can only hold so much at a time and it'll have, it's happened to me many times and it freaks me out and other people, but I'll have a dream that's so distinct and so specific and then it actually happens. And then, or I'm able, you know, a situation will come up and, I feel like I have a really strong sense of what that outcome might be and I have a pretty high rate of being correct. And so people are like, you're huh. predicting the future. I'm like, no, I think I'm just, I'm a little, I'm more sensitive to that environment. But the point is like, there's information happening around us, mm-hmm. right? And we know there's even like infrared light. It's here. We can't perceive it with our eyeballs. Right. It doesn't mean it isn't there. It's so I feel eyeball, like to some yeah. extent- You
0: just have the right equipment for it. That's all. You can I mean, you feel- just, uh, Right. Yeah. It's like feeling the- the, the energy of the room almost tells you what's going on in the room
2: mm-hmm.
0: like yeah and some of you, us are yeah. better
2: at getting it yeah. yeah yeah but I think that's what's also upsetting to people if they've never thought about that before if you if you're so um tied to your own perception not realizing that there's other things to right. perceive or not realizing that you know the way you perceive things is just one way to perceive it and like very physically even that your eyes are only perceiving a certain percentage of what's happening you know and your dog is having a completely different experience and you're both seeing
0: (laughs) you're in the same reality but in different realities it's
1: yeah and sammy like yeah tesla freaked people out because he could plug light bulbs in the ground and it worked right you know like when you do something like that because you have that ability it can be spooky for the other person like I get it because I because all musicians have it they're tapped into this in some way and I don't Mm -hmm. care on what level you're at you're tapped in this is why you can clap your hands and join long into a big a big crowd and like you feel it you connect with it it's just I'm grasping. I'm losing the words. Honestly, I'm just really, really, really happy that you like felt comfortable enough to talk about this and let me and just indulge me. Like for real, I'm so so grateful to you.
0: We really thank you for coming on. We we appreciate you sharing. I mean, this was a fantastic conversation.
2: Thank you. I think so too. Yeah,
0: sammy After this conversation, after our beautiful listeners hear it, they're gonna be fans. Of you as a person. Mm-hmm. If they also want to become equally as big fans of your music, where would you direct them?
2: Yeah, so Instagram's a great place to start. And I'm on Instagram at Sounds Like Sammy, that's S A M I. Uh, that's where I post most frequently. So if you want updates on what I'm doing, uh, you'll, you'll see it there first. But my music is on all streaming platforms, and you can buy it on Apple Music, iTunes. Um, I definitely like getting listeners on Spotify, so you can check me out there. I'm also on a new it app called Audius, which is cool. Um, it's supposed to be
1: Audius, Ch- A-U-D.
2: I-U-S. yeah it's yeah it's just blockchain it's uploading music to a blockchain which i think they're hopeful eventually it'll maybe replace streaming where you can stream off a blockchain
1: i was gonna say are you investigating nft Mm -hmm. like for your okay i see yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah Yeah, i do i made one for my first single and i am planning on releasing another one yeah um, they're not the easiest to make, but I'm trying this to.
1: Full of great ideas. This is great. <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry. I derailed well, this bit. I just, yeah. well, so they can find you there. Uh, where else? Like uh, mm-hmm. it's Spotify. Sorry. <laughs> All, <right. laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. All streaming platforms. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, Triller, TikTok. There's more. Voicey. Use Voicey. Um, Audio. You're out amazing. there in the web. Uh, yeah. If you want to find me NFT, I'm on Rarible. Everything shows up on OpenSea, what else? Cool. Probably more, I'm sure I'm forgetting. I've, I try to be on social media as much as I can. Do you have a website? I do, yes, there we go, thank you. Yes, soundslikesammy.com.
1: Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, like so, yeah,
2: everything, you're gonna great. find me at Sounds Like Sammy, except for I think Spotify, you would just have to search um, my song, a song name, and then my name is the easiest way to find me. So my first single is Careful Now. So, you can do careful now, Sammy, and you'll find me. My upcoming song is Am I Your Nightmare, which is actually a lot about everything we talked about today. Um, that yeah, song is very great. Oh, great. Yeah. And I, I we'll mean, you probably video understand it
0: better, huh? Yeah. After yeah. This conversation. You will.
2: Yeah. You oh my will God. for sure. I can't wait. Awesome. A, a fun thing to pay attention to another way we didn't really talk about it, but another way that synesthesia affects me is I will get sensations in my body. So a really good beat, like um, I'll kind of like, I'll have to like move in a very distinct way. So, and yeah. sometimes it is embarrassing. So if I'm in a setting where it's not appropriate to dance, I might like, <laughs> my head will just go, I'm like, ah, hold still. So, but that's kind of <laughs> what that was about for the music videos. I'm really like letting people see how music affects oh, me. That's cool. So that's cool. Yeah, fun thing to watch for when it comes out and you can see a preview of that right now on my Instagram.
0: Super creative, okay, right. Super creative Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Go check her
1: out, folks.
2: Yeah. Check please out. do. Thank you All for right. having me. This was awesome. Right.
1: We each All have pleasure. to
0: leave our beautiful listeners with the send-off word of wisdom. Michael. Okay. Go for it. No, oh, I'm closing. We'll go clockwise, I'm the closer, brother. I'm no, closing it out. Yeah.
1: You gotta go. i got to close. How you come? Do it. I don't know. Oh, I just want word of go. wisdom. Word of wisdom. It's okay to go first.
0: <laughs> okay. Be
1: yourself. You know what? Um, this life is a precious journey. And however you connect to music in whatever way perceptions, because again, your perceptions create reality. Like in whatever way you connect to music, just find your way. And the rest will fall in place.
0: Well Is that esoteric enough for you? Is that is
1: that, is that <laughs> enough?
0: How about this? Let's let's remember that everyone is just a human being like we are. Yeah. And even when we feel their energy, and it might be something scary, before we, you know, make judgment or pull the rip cord, maybe we should try to understand why we're feeling the way we feel, or try to understand that person and where they're coming from.
2: Mm-hmm. I like
0: that. Nice. <laughs> okay, like Sammy's like, I already dropped enough words of wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't need to give oh, yeah. anymore. I have
1: no, <laughs> no expectations. Sammy's been giving, giving, giving. Like, we got gold. Like, we've, we've struck the... I mean, really, just uh, thank you. Um, and folks, you know where to find us. And I'm sure that by now you can visualize anchor.fm slash Inside the Sound. Um, yeah. And we love you all. And this is where Yay. I play that uh, We are here inside the sound for now. I'd to you if I could hit the button. but.